Hey guys, today we're just looking at a few verses, John chapter 5, verses 41 through 47, but it really speaks to the heart of those of us that are in the church and are religious and, and kind of challenges us with the question that who are we doing all of this for? Jesus says in verse 41, I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you will believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Now, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, the very devout and religious group of Jewish leaders. And he's rebuking them very strongly because they have refused, although they, they will say, yes, we believe the scriptures, we believe the words of Moses, they have refused to come to Jesus Christ, and they have refused to surrender themselves to him. He says, I do not receive glory from people. Now we know that in one sense, Jesus Christ does receive glory from us. We praise him, and we try to give his name glory. We worship him. But what he's saying is that he doesn't need the glory of people. He doesn't need the pat on the back. He doesn't need them to believe in him or to follow him or give him the recognition that he's rightfully entitled to. Jesus Christ and God, frankly, have no need of us and of our worship. You know, some people sometimes say that, well, God made man because he was lonely, and that's absolutely not the case. Uh, the case, as a matter of fact, God does desire our worship and God does desire a relationship with him. But there is no deficiency in God whereby he needs anything from us. The fact of the matter is that we are very fortunate that he has grafted us in. And it's only as a result of his love for us that he has done that. And so Jesus says here, look, I don't need this from you. I'm not going to lose out anything if you're not worshiping me. But it is a testimony against you that you do not have the love of God within you. Now... This is a big deal for us as Christians, because if we can't bring Jesus Christ the glory he deserves, if we can't bring God the glory he deserves, then the fact is, it means that we don't have God's love in our lives, that we don't have a relationship with him, that we're not serving him faithfully. And I will tell you, if you have no desire to worship God, then the fact of the matter is, you probably do not have a relationship with God. And look, look what Jesus says. He says, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. And, and I thought about that. And I, why is that? Why is it that they would receive someone else coming in their own name, and that they would not receive Jesus coming in his Father's name? And I, I think the answer kind of presents itself to us if we think a little bit in our own life and in our own terms. And that is that generally we will accept people in their own name because we want to be recognized by them as well. And Jesus seems to imply this with his very next statement. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from only God? And so we have these Pharisees here that they are kind of just patting each other on the back and, and recognizing each other so they also would be recognized by each other. But they are not really committed to Jesus Christ. And wow, what, what a conviction for us that are in the church. Because 
I think a lot of times we come to church really to play church. When we enter into the house of God and when we enter into his courts to worship him, we should come with the attitude that we are surrendering ourselves to God and that we desire to bring glory and honor and we desire to please him. But so often we come into his house with a desire to be seen by other people. That we want people to recognize us for what we do and we want people to recognize us for how good of a life we live, and we want to kind of play the good Christian for all these people. And Jesus says, you know, if that's your motivation, if that's what you're after, you're not seeking God and you're not seeking his approval on your life. And if that's the case, how can you even call yourself a Christian? He said, how can you believe when you were seeking approval from man instead of seeking approval from God? Because guys, this is no joke. When we come into the presence of God, we ought to come to worship God. It saddens me sometimes that there will be Christians in churches and they'll say, well, I go to my Sunday school class or, or I go to my small group, but I don't really attend the worship service because I don't care for the music they play there or I don't care for the message and the way it's presented or you know my small group really just does more for me but the reality is that the church does not exist for you the church exists for the glory of God and the ministry of the church does not exist for you you exist for the ministry of the church you're not coming to receive something you're coming to give something and whether or not you are just completely blessed by the offering shouldn't matter as much as if you are completely blessing God with your offering. And so as long as we have a focus, an inward focus, that this is all about me, and this is all about how I look, and this is all about impressing other people, or this is just all about me and getting some things that I need for myself, whether it's a quiet time or time with other adults or time with other youth or, or whatever it is, if Jesus Christ is not at the center of it, if it's not all about pleasing God, then ultimately it's time wasted. And it should be a signal to you that maybe you don't have a real relationship with God. Because your desire and your joy should be in pleasing Him. And he says in verse 45, Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. There is one who accuses you, Moses on whom you've set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? What's really sad is that there are a lot of people in the church that know the Bible, that can quote the Bible, that will make reference back to the Bible, but unfortunately many times it's only to serve their own purposes. And this is the case with the religious leaders that Jesus is speaking to. He says, you know, the thing is, the very law that you try to claim to uphold and claim to live by, and this very hope that you have in all these scriptures, that's going to be ultimately what condemns you. Because you knew the truth, but you only used it to your advantage. You didn't obey it in order to please God. You didn't let Moses lead you to me. Rather, you simply use the scripture for your own devices. And I hope that's a warning to you also, you who call yourselves Christians. That the word of God was meant to inspire devotion and faith in God. And it's meant to direct you to a life. 
that will please God. And if that is not the culmination of the scriptures of your life, if that's not what everything is pointing to in your life, then the very scriptures you claim to uphold and live by, the very scriptures that you talk about, are the ones that will eventually condemn you. Because God will be able to point to them on the day of judgment and say, See, you knew this, but you didn't obey it. I can't imagine a scenario that's sadder than someone who knew the Word, who came to church, who read their Bible, and never made Jesus Christ the Lord of their life, and will spend eternity condemned in hell as a result of it. Don't miss the boat. Don't get so caught up in all of this religious activity and impressing everybody and being this ideal Christian that you miss a relationship with God pretending to be someone that you're not. Instead, examine your life and ask yourself, what does a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ look like? And am I being obedient to the call of God in my life? And is my life all about seeking His pleasure and approval rather than seeking the pleasure and approval of other people? Thanks for listening today. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon.